0: hey y'all it's barb it's shay we're here to talk about a murder that's gonna knock you off your feet
1: so giddy up y'all this is gonna be a wild one
0: hi listeners welcome back to another episode with your hosts barb and shay another week down with these texas chicks also happy april fool's day everyone we hope you're enjoying your day today how are you doing shay
1: i'm doing good happy to see you another month how about you
0: yes me too me too um it's definitely gonna be an interesting day i feel like especially with the two kiddos but um you gotta play lots of pranks and send me videos i know that's right <laughs> <laughs> um so we'd like to announce that the voting for this month's end of the month surprise episode is starting today it it, it is going to be officially launched if it hasn't already it probably has um your options for this i guess episode at the end of the month is going to be between the zodiac killer which is still unsolved ed Gein, who's also known as the texas chainsaw massacre and as well as Lizzie Borden, who took an ax. Um, all these are pretty, very known um, different cases. And some people went on there on our little vote for last one. And these were a couple of the options that they put that they would like us to cover. So there you go. Go. And- I'm excited. I know. Me too. Um, I'm very excited. So with that being said, please find the voting posts going on. In Facebook this is where you're gonna put all your votes you won't really find it on Instagram or Twitter but you will find it on Facebook so go and vote we want your vote and we also hope you guys enjoyed the black Dahlia episode I know I did me too
1: that that case that case is always crazy to me
0: I know me too one of um my I wouldn't say favorite because I don't think I have like a favorite like murder you know but right It's the most interesting, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Now, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. I want to go ahead and say that I did get a lot of my information from ABC 13, um, from DonnaKCloud.com, which I guess she has her own website. I got some information from Reddit, from her Facebook, um, slash Team Donna K group, and Missing Persons of America today we will be talking about a young girl and who at the time of her disappearance was only at the age of 19. this young girl's name is donna k cloud she has an ongoing facebook page made by loved ones you can search her page up and follow it and it you can like pretty much keep along with any updated information old information that maybe you haven't you know heard before and one of these groups has over five thousand people in it. It's almost reaching six thousand people. And Dang, the group's crazy. I know. I mean, this search is like huge. Even all over like Reddit, there were so many different conspiracies and theories that you could really just like read and read and read. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could very much tell that Donna is loved. And this group on Facebook that has over 5,000 people, you can look it up. It is called Teen Donna. So just search that into the Facebook um, search engine and it should pop up. Also, please remember that we want to help and, you know, we get all of our information from the internet. So I'm doing my best to share what I could find. We want to help find her ultimately and finally give closure to her loved ones. So who was donna cloud at the time of her vanishing she actually had like a three to four year old son at the time and his name was ryan she was indeed five foot two with several tattoos she had brown hair and was about 100 pounds or a little over 100 pounds she had dark brown eyes and she had dimples she has a thin smile and a pretty you know pretty straight teeth a pretty smile She has a nose ring as well, and a few of her tattoos actually consist of the word faith being on her forearm, a cross on her index finger, a diamond on her ring finger, and she also has the quote, love is enough tattooed on her collarbone. These aren't the only tattoos that she had, but I wanted to kind of give you guys a list on some of them because those could be potentially identifiable markers for her. So, what are her, like, last known whereabouts? So, according to Donna's father, whose name is Daryl, whom she, like, literally recently moved in with. I'm, I'm not sure sure who she was, like, living with before her father, but her moving in with him was pretty recent. Donna K. Cloud, then 19 years old, was last known to have left her father and stepmother's home on October 25th 2016 at about 8 p.m. that night her mother said that Donna told her before leaving she was going to meet someone that she potentially had met online so pretty much like a like a blind date I don't know if you would call it a blind date but I mean you don't know who this person is you know what I mean
1: don't do that
0: yes it's very dangerous (laughs) very dangerous and this is what we'd call practically, like I said, a blind date or like a I don't know, do you know what word I'm looking for? because I got the tip of my tongue.
1: Um I honestly don't know. I mean, like just she's trying to find a spouse and she's just searching online and she she was meeting someone that she potentially had interest in. Yes, and she was, it wasn't a blind date because blind dates are usually like you don't know what your friends all. do for you. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, that's why I'm like, what is that word? I don't know the word. There's a word for it. Listeners, if you know mm-hmm. that word, freaking comment in there.
1: <laughs> okay, Hit us up. Yeah.
0: Um, so, I believe she actually met this mysterious man, like, on Facebook. So, they're, like, chatting it up on Facebook or, or whatever. Um, that's what I could hear, basically.
1: <laughs> that stresses me out. Facebook is the main place where there's freaking creeps.
0: Yes. but honestly i honestly think that's kind of weird like i don't think i've ever met somebody that okay don't get me wrong i met my husband on tinder you know but before we went out my mom had his license plate his driver's license number like it was serious you know
1: i mean i i met my fiance on instagram but like his sister went to my school and like i he went to school near me and it was just and i we met at a football game where hundreds of people were around us so
0: okay yeah you told me that (laughs) so before leaving the house donna did indeed turn on her find my location i think for her stepmom and you know she wanted to basically let her know where she was so that her phone could be tracked while she was gone just in case anything happened and listeners always do this please 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 we say it all the time. Share your location with at least one other person. You yes. know, preferably three or four different people. Share it. Okay. That's that's what me and Barb
1: do. And that's what I do with my sisters and my niece. Like, I have to know. Like, I even look at it sometimes just to kind of, hey, make sure they're all good. Okay. Um, it's a very good thing to do. Yes. So. 100%.
0: Do it if you haven't already. And if you do it keep doing it <laughs> so basically you put that on so if anything bad happened you know if if not it, it definitely gives the police a lead you know and and kind of knows like okay your last phone pinged here in this location or like your family knows okay you were just at this location so the tracker reported her traveling somewhere between conroe and spring and houston all between october 25th after 8 p.m And October 27th around 2.30 a.m. So this was like a a little over two day like span of her, you know, tracker seeing where she's going basically. Soon after this, like she completely fell off the grid. Her phone location was disconnected. I think her phone was disconnected. Like nothing. It was just vanished all of a sudden. The last text ever sent was to her family and this was on October 26th. 2016 so this was the day before um, the the last day that her phone picked up but this was also the day after the date happened Mm -hmm. according to Donna's family the both of them Donna and her mysterious mandate agreed to meet like at Texas Roadhouse located at Kingwood I've actually spent several birthday dinners here so it's literally kind of weird to know that they could have been eaten there You know, and I I have been there, you know, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. And you ate there with me, so it's just, like, weird to know that we were there. But, yeah, her father, Daryl, I think his last name's, like, Beatty, and uh, grandmother, Donna Brock, really want answers for the missing girl. They told ABC News that the last text ever received from Donna was, quote, I will see you in the morning. The date went great. He's super nice. I will call if I need anything, end quote. Hmm. Yeah, the text was... That That seems too, like,
1: okay, here's the situation. Like, it seems too much to the point.
0: That's what I was thinking, and not only that, but why would she... If she never met this person, why would she be, like, not calling them on the phone, like, hey, I'm just letting you know, everything's fine, I'm fine, but instead... Like, she disappears for two days. Like, I guess she's supposed to be staying with this guy for two days and then call anyone, only texts, And then all of a sudden, she just goes missing. That and, like, if she was so precautious to, like, share her
1: location with her mom, like, you know she would have called her mom. Exactly. Like, to just update her. That just doesn't seem like, that seems like a text message too much to the point and, like, basically telling them, don't call me unless I tell you to kind of thing.
0: Exactly. So, but I don't think that was the last text. The last text, I think, ever sent was basically that she was following up and letting him know that she'd be returning home, I guess, on October 27th. So, they could initially, like, meet this guy. After receiving the text, that's really, like, the last, I believe, anyone really had communication with her. She never showed back up. She never showed up to the house. She never called um, her location was cut off. No calls to her family. Or even to check on her son. Who was like having the weekend I think. With his father. Like it was his, the son's father's weekend. So my thing is it's like. I you know. I have so many really like questions I guess. Because it just doesn't make any sense. It's too broad. Like. I don't know. Yeah I get what you're saying. Because it's like how is she She's
1: supposed to go on this date and, you know, she, um, she lived in Splendora, right?
0: Um, n- I don't think it was. Oh, yes, it was Splendora, but it, it didn't really tell me. It was just saying, like, where she was traveling from, but I'm, like, pretty sure she was living in Splendora, but she was traveling up and down Houston through Spring and Conroe, like, all within these two-day periods. Yeah, so Splendora is, like, what, like,
1: 20 minutes from Conroe, like, from Conroe in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe not even that. So that, and then Spring and Conroe are not very far from each other. And I guess it depends on, like, where in Houston she's traveling, because Houston is ginormous. So, you know, I don't, just, like, the text messages being so, like, to the point, and like, and she's, one, she's meeting this random person, that she saw on Facebook to And like, she went to a Texas roadhouse in Kingwood. Kingwood is like before, like it's like by Conroe and Spring. So she stayed in around the same location. Mm -hmm. But I wanna know like, where was she going between like, like why was she in Houston? Why was she in Spring? Why was she in Conroe? Unless she was traveling through them to get to Kingwood. I'm not sure, like, this whole thing is really weird, and then, like, her phone just randomly stops working and her location cuts off, which you could assume, like, her phone was turned off in general, like, I, I don't know, that's so weird, like, just the randomly, n- just missing off the grid, no longer seen. Yes,
0: I agree, 100%. Um... We're going to move on, though, because I kind of want to talk about kind of what happened, like what people know that happened. And it's still very vague and like you still have a bunch of holes, but let's talk about that.
1: Okay, let's do it.
0: So we're going to do pretty much our very best to kind of come up with theories or like just put everything out there that I could find and inform you guys. Because, like I said, she still is missing. She hasn't been found alive or, like, deceased if she has died. Um, with what really happened, like, we really don't know. Like, honestly, it's just so weird. The last thing that she was seen wearing the day that she went missing was a burgundy t-shirt, blue jeans with the hole in the back pocket, and white shoes. I've seen reports where it stated that Donna did not leave in her vehicle that someone actually picked her up from her father's house and after after researching texas roadhouse surveillance really didn't even pick her up on camera they didn't see her walk into texas roadhouse they didn't see her walk out of texas roadhouse and not only that but the waitresses there can't remember serving her like they like i mean maybe we did but she's not like we're not recognizing her you know what i mean
1: yeah that's really weird
0: Yes, and so she wasn't seen on camera. Nobody remembers serving her. Nobody knows who this mysterious man is. Like no one is recognizing her at Texas Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. The GPS tracker on, Don, on Donna's phone showed everything up to, like I said, one a.m. on or one between one and two thirty on October twenty seventh. It appeared that Donna. Went south into New Caney, Texas, and then returned back down Highway 59, heading towards Cleveland, and then she was going out 105, making her way up to spring. So, this area, if you're not familiar with this, it is pretty close to Texas Roadhouse. If you're in New Caney, I mean, you are probably could get to Texas Roadhouse in maybe five or ten minutes Mm -hmm. at the most. So... On her way to Spring, she actually made several stops on her way. I don't know where these stops were, maybe like gas station, a store, whatever have you. She just It just shows that she made several stops on her way. And then she eventually made it to West Chase area, which I'm not really familiar with that area, but it's in Harris County still. After this is when she pretty much fell off the grid. Like, that's where her phone got cut off and the you know phone tracker stopped working was when she made it to this West Chase area and i don't even know if West Chase area is like in spring because spring is usually not Harris county i don't i don't i think it's more towards
1: houston like downtown oh okay so it, it wouldn't I'm gonna, make sense but i'm gonna look it up but you can continue i'll look it up for you
0: okay so so that's pretty much where her phone fell out um and like nobody Like, was able to pick her up. Whenever Donna officially left, it was reported that she took no clothes. She didn't take her wallet. She didn't take her ID. Or she didn't even take money, from what they could tell. She literally left everything behind getting into this person's vehicle. And her father was able to access her Facebook uh, account. And how do you ask? No idea. I don't know how he (laughs) has her Facebook password. Honestly, there are so many theories on... The father at being like the one who did something to Donna.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I've what I've seen too about the father, but it's kind of hard to get into that because exactly. you can only
0: yeah. So it was pretty like known after a while that Donna's relationship with her father was actually pretty strained and not like it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. There wasn't, like, whenever the initial investigation began, there wasn't really any leads. There wasn't anyone who the cops wanted to really interview. The only person that, person that they decided to take a polygraph test was her ex-boyfriend, who was pretty abusive to Donna in their relationship. So he agreed to take it. He was like, okay, I'll, I'll take the polygraph test. But he actually passed it, so he was pretty much ruled out as a, as a suspect right then and there.
1: Um, Yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to look up this Texas Roadhouse and West Chase area. So West Chase is actually like in the middle of Bel Air area and Missouri City and um, like Cinco Ranch and Katy. Like it's not close to spring. I'd say it's probably like 45 minutes at the least. From Spring, New Caney, like that area. So it's not close. So the for her to be traveling like Kingwood and, and Spring and um, Conroe and being from Splendora, if that's where she was from, like to be in West Chase area is pretty weird. And it's not very close either.
0: Yeah, that's why I don't understand. Like, I have a lot of different thoughts that I want to talk about and like questions, I guess um and these are only just a couple of them um like i want to talk about like the theory of donna's location being picked up at several stops along inter- the interstate and like what could that actually mean obviously she's traveled here and there and um and you know is this it just don't make any sense like why are you stopping at all these places and why are you traveling from This city to that city and this city to that city. I've actually seen online where people were, like, questioning whether those were dumping, like, spots for, like, a potential killer, you know? And maybe they were dumping her remains, but why would the cops not look into that? Why would they not go to the location she went to?
1: There's got to be a reason. And so, listening to you tell the story, because I haven't looked into it, I just... I saw the case, but, um, what if she was actually like killed before anything happened? Like she had already been murdered and then the person just kept her phone and drove around to give them an alibi, of her being still alive. And like, oh. maybe they're just stopping at these random points to set the police off of the grid, like off the track. So maybe they went to Texas Roadhouse and just sat there in the parking lot and never actually went in because maybe they already, or not killed her because we don't know. I can't say that, or they did something because to me I feel like something bad happened um, because there's all you know there's always a chance of like she ran away or whatever. But I feel like I don't I don't know. It just it's weird to me. I think. There is definitely something really fishy here. And from like what I've seen of brief lookovers, I do think that something sinister happened, which is very sad to say. But I feel like if it if it did happen, I think they did it at the beginning and then they took the phone and was traveling to all these random places to make the cops like be confused on why the heck she was doing this
0: yes but yeah. also that on like chiming in on that i'm like what if the killer didn't know she had the tracker on her phone so what if he did do something or maybe he went and dropped her off somewhere or something and had her phone and w- and was him himself making these stops maybe he was doing other things that he shouldn't be doing or maybe he was stopping by friend's house and had her phone in the vehicle at the time not knowing it was being tracked and then all of a sudden Whenever he realized, that's when he, like, just disconnected the phone entirely. Like, almost like a panic mode. Yeah, that or maybe,
1: like, the phone died. Yes, exactly. Finally.
0: You know, because I don't... I want to believe that she wouldn't have just ran away. I could tell by different Facebooks that she was, like, a pretty good mom. And so, being a mother, like, who would up and leave their toddler son?
1: Yeah, and there's just too many, like, weird things about this case for her to just, like, up and run. There's too many like a random person on Facebook that literally not one person knows anything about. Right. And the ex-boyfriend and you know like there's just too many and she had a son. Like she's not going to just up and leave her son.
0: Exactly. So, so another thing I want to bring up though is remember how in the beginning I said that Donna is to believe to have met this mysterious man on Facebook? Mhm. Well, Remember her dad also had the password to her Facebook. This is what I found Mm -hmm. online. So I'm taking it for what it is. And I'm thinking that this is all right, correct information. But my thought is if he actually had access to her Facebook, that means that he would have access to her messages. So where are the receipts? Her dad had the account to like access to this account, but nothing. Like where's the
1: message? Yeah. Like. If she was supposedly going on this date and, like, was messaging back and forth, where are they at? Unless the cops are not revealing that just yet, and they're trying to keep it silent at the moment. Um, Other than that,
0: where are they? Yeah. Like, why have they not been... That just makes the dad look suspicious. Yes, and that's why a lot of people think her dad had something to do with It's because it's like... If, you, if this is true and she was messaging back and forth, the police would then have a suspect. They would have brought him in. Okay, you're supposed to be on this date. It's all right here on Facebook. Who are you? Where is she? But nothing ever happened. They don't even know who the man is, so.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. And I just want to mention real quick, everything that we're saying, we are just having, these are just our theories. This is not what happened. Like all of our ideas of what could have happened. It's not 100% what did. So, yes. just take everything that we say with a grain of salt. We're just trying to help in any way we can.
0: Yes. Well, I also found, or like whenever I mentioned earlier, that Donna didn't even bring her wallet. So, if you're going on a date, why would you not bring your wallet? For one, you need your ID. If oh, Well, she wasn't even 21 yet to drink. but Mm-mm. But you would still need a wallet in case. What if she needed a ride home? What if she got there and said, you know what? This date did not go how I want it to go. You can go ahead and go home. I'll get a taxi. I'll get Uber. I'll find a way home. But she didn't even bring a wallet. She wasn't allowing her the opportunity to to basically walk away. You know? Yeah.
1: But I do have to also mention that there is a possibility that she may have just accidentally forgot it. Because I do that literally all the time. But yeah, that is a really weird thing. Because you know you're going on a date. So... You would think that would be, you know, one of the first things you need. Um, exactly. Yeah, that's...
0: Um, like, I, and you know, I don't really understand why the parents didn't know the name of the person she was going on a date with. Like, obviously, they had the location, but, like, why didn't, like, oh, okay, you met so-and-so. Oh, who's he? What's he like? What's he like? What does he do? Like, those are just casual conversations you have with parents especially if it's a first date type thing and she was actually being seen getting into a vehicle supposedly so why Mm -hmm. wouldn't the stepmom or whoever was home go out there and introduce themselves or like even catch the license plate or the make of the vehicle or like the color of the vehicle even but nothing nothing is out there
1: yeah this is what makes it more towards one person, you know, um, because only one or one or two people have the most information that they could be giving, but they're not. So it just, it's really frustrating because she has a three-year-old son, like who, like, where was his son when she went missing? Like, if I was even just like her, her mom in general, her real mom, like, was she like texting her saying, "Hey, why are you not back? Like who was watching your son? Like you need to come back home or whatever?" cuz I I really feel like she did not just get up and leave. Something happened to her and I feel like some people are more responsible than others, and I'm not going to say, but I don't know. This is stressing me out.
0: <laughs> yes, I want I like I want to know more information and I want her to be found, you know? I'd like to add, like, this just doesn't sit right with me. Her vanishing just doesn't make sense. She wasn't noticeably seen at Texas Roadhouse. She wasn't picked up on the camera. No one recognizes her. No one knows of this mysterious date, man. No one knows where she could have gone and why she made so many stops. No one knows why she supposedly wouldn't have brought her wallet or money or clothes if she was planning on staying somewhere, I mean, for two nights, like, or why she would have just abandoned her son because people say that's not like her. So there's just too many questions and not one answer to any of them. There, it, it, you know,
1: go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, I just wanted to kind of like, do you mind recapping like just important information that we did see on here? So that way we can kind of read mind everyone like okay this is kind of like the main points of what happened so that way we can get back to like what or who donna was like what she looked like and stuff if we can have another yes i will sorry i don't know how to explain no, it. no
0: you're fine so i don't think that like routes and what she would have gone would be you know beneficial now because this was mm-hmm. four or five years ago but obviously, who, what she looks like would be so you know beneficial, especially because tattoos cannot remove themselves. Um, she was, like I said, five foot two inches and had several tattoos. She had brown hair at the time and was a little over a hundred pounds. She had dark brown eyes and dimples. She has a thin smile and pretty straight teeth. She had, at the time of when she went missing a nose ring. And I'm going to go over her tattoos for sure. Her, her tattoos consist of the word faith being on her forearm, a cross on her index finger, a diamond on her ring finger. And she also had the quote, love is enough on her collarbone. And like I said, these aren't all the tattoos she had. She had a lot of other ones. These are just a couple of different ones for identifiable markers. Um, okay. Thank oh, yes, you. of course so even with all these unanswered questions and this little bitty information that we have you know she ultimately still has yet to be found alive or passed away and this case is really sad to me because like of her son you know was also a victim the family who loved her was also a victim it wasn't just donna and i am hoping justice prevails for donna and listeners if you know Who she is or anything about this um, case that I I didn't mention or maybe you didn't see on the Facebook group or the police may not have known it. Please contact the Montgomery Sheriff Department or feel free to message us on any social media platform or by email at TCWTM2021 at gmail.com. And again, please stay out of dark places and always watch your back because you never know who's lurking. And never leave alone with someone you don't know. Bye. Never. Bye.